Need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. We laugh, we cry, we dig deep, we shoot the shit, we feel our feels, and we highlight the real. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is... I got you, boo. Hello, hello. Hi. Oh, see? Not fully back. Oops. No, that was a good one because I, fe- I felt like you were rested. <clears throat> that was a fun sound. All That was in the depths. Anyone listening to this episode with AirPods or any type of... I feel like I just coughed. Like I just had to clear my throat. Because... <laughs> Your saliva went directly down my throat hole. <laughs> wow. Mm. What an audio experience. Welcome back. <laughs> we really- I mean, it's welcome back for me, really, only. We always say welcome back. Because it's like, welcome back, because, you know, it's been a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But for us, but for us, it's been more than a week. I know it's like really hard for all of you in the in the Boo Crew verse to like understand how this works, but you know we live lives outside of our microphones, so sometimes we have to plan ahead. Like I went on vacation, so we recorded like boom, 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 boom. It felt like back to back to back to back. That was crazy. Yeah, that was a marathon. Yeah, and then and then and then we like didn't record for two weeks, which is weird because then we're like. We don't even remember how to pod anymore Mm -hmm. when we come back. (laughs) We have no idea what's happening. We were just talking to each other before this. And then we were like, wait, 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 wait. Let's just start recording. I was like, you need to stop talking to me immediately because we just need to press record. Because these are the things we usually chat with you all about in the beginning of of uh, each yeah. episode. So I was like, stop talking to me right now. We need to talk about it. We forgot everyone. how to do this. We literally forgot well, how to do and it. And also, we don't always record them in order as you hear them all, like you guys hear them. So for example, like AMQ and I have not recorded just us in probably a month. Like it's been a, yeah, exactly. It's been a while. It's so crazy. Yeah. So for us, it's like, hi again. But like, you're like, yeah, we're just here. No, we we weren't. We weren't. I also just got off a plane. Like it's a real welcome back situation for me. Yeah. So how do you feel? Because this is, I know you've traveled. You've been on a plane before after this pandemic. But In life? No, no, no. Like (laughs) the pandemic. Because you went, you took a trip in Canada, but you left Canada. Yes. So did you, do you have, was it weird for you? Like, did you have any social? You know what? I didn't even really remember that the pandemic was going on. Like, on the way there, we, okay, so this was kind of a mind fuck. So on the way there in the airport, the mandates for masks still existed here in Canada, specifically in my province of Ontario. But when I got back, the mandate had lifted. So in the time that I was away- Oh, that's weird. We went from, I know. So like you go to the airport and everybody's like, you know, masks. And then when I got back, it was like, do I wear it? Like I'm looking around, like some people are wearing them and some people aren't. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? And then we left and it was like, no more mask mandates, going to the grocery store. Nobody's wearing masks. So like that was the only odd thing. And that didn't even happen. Like when I was traveling, it happened on the way back. Yeah. Which was like really odd. The fact that you guys are just now not having to wear masks, like grocery shopping and stuff is so weird. Wow. But I do remember I the first time doing it, I felt like I was walking around with my titties out. Like, I was like, everyone can, like, you feel naked. (laughs) Well, especially because, like, there are, of course, and I respect everyone's boundaries and feelings and everything, but there are still people that are wearing masks, right? So then Mm -hmm. you almost feel like you're doing something wrong, you know? Like, I, I, maybe not, maybe I'm just. No, totally. That's just me. I'm talking about me. I'm projecting, but it's like, I, like, look around, I'm like. Grabbing my chickpeas off the shelf, like, uh, like no one else. Chickpeas specifically. No one else is <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> Immediately, a specific chickpeas. memory I have in my mind from yesterday. <laughs> oh my god! Because I had a moment in the in that aisle where it was like seven humans, me included, and the other six were wearing masks, and I was like, oh, oopsie. <laughs> like I just felt like yeah. I was doing something wrong. But the experience, like when I was down in the Dominican. I mean, we weren't, I had that moment where I was like, are we supposed to wear masks when we're inside? 
because like technically what's inside, you know, like everything's kind of open concept there, but there's still structures where there's like a ceiling on top of Mm -hmm. you and stuff, but no walls. It's like, what's considered inside. Were you nervous? So unfortunately swabbing to come back, like waiting for those uh, like negative results. Sure, 100%. Listen, I was like, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to be like spring break AMQ in the phone party and I don't even care. (laughs) And so I was like, if there's any germs being passed around, this foam party mm-hmm. <laughs> is it. Yeah. And I, yeah, I was very nervous, but they got them to you so fast. And I mean, well, that's good. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I was just like, I forgot while I was there. And then, you know, the the staff at the resort are wearing masks the whole time, which I just feel so bad about. Like I yeah. felt really bad about it. It's so warm. It's like freaking so warm and they're just like you know and there was just something to be said about the fact that like yes I got to see these humans a that I haven't seen in years and b in some cases that I haven't met in real life until this trip Mm -hmm. but next level was like being able to see their expressions and their faces and all that like that was so emotional for me and you'll be very surprised I only cried one time on this trip (laughs) one time and it was only on the first day like before before I even saw everyone it was on the first day it was just like a very like sentimental conversation I had with someone and they made me cry and I was like well but then I didn't cry for the rest of the time and I really thought that I was gonna like every time I saw someone I was like "Ah!" but I was really proud of myself for being in the moment like I was super present and it was like I don't know I went straight into like extroverted AMQ but then when I got home, so I had a full day, like a full day of like, I just couldn't stop crying. <laughs> like oh, God, when you came home? So much. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was really sad. Like, I, like everything would make me cry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I miss my friends. And I'm like, wow, I'm really extroverted. This is like a sign of extreme, because I was like happy to be home, but also like, put me back on a plane. Like, oh my God. here. Yeah. Yeah. So here I am. I had no voice. Day three, day, I put two fingers up, but it was definitely day three that I lost my voice. And I, I said that to myself too. I was like, day three is always the day. If I have any sort of travel or any event that lasts longer than two days, day three is always the day because I think I have to out loud the megaphone person at the phone party, which isn't going to happen. <laughs> so, but I lose my voice. Yeah. Or if there is no megaphone. I think when I visited you, it was maybe 72 hours. Not even. 48. 50 tops. No, we hit the... We No, we hit the three... It was three days. I lost my voice on the third day. I lost track of what... Same thing. We were were at a club. We were at a club. She had to be louder than the DJ. But but it's not that you need to like... Who was my friend? But it's not like you need to say things. You try and tell stories over the DJ. That's the difference. That's the problem. It's not like, hey, do you need a drink? Or like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom real quick. It's a full out, like, Rambosaurus Rex (laughs) over a megaphone. So, like, you're not, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. That's That's what happened, though. Listen, I know myself. And when people ask me questions, especially in the pool, because I was like, it is so loud. Like in the ocean, it's like, whatever. But I'm like, let's go over there to the beach. But if somebody asked me something, I would literally say like, okay, do you want to talk about this right now? (laughs) I was like, it's going to be story time. Did you get drunk? I was honest. I, oh, you know what? We should talk about this. So I tried really hard. Okay. First day I was like, we had some situations with some humans in my orbit. We will not name names. Okay. I didn't know that. But it was like, it was like, mm, we're in our mid thirties and we know better. <laughs> so like, like, I looked and I was like, you know what I don't want to do? I don't want to be you. That's what I don't want to do. Okay. So it's okay. I'll tell you all the details. I am like, so you're, I'm giving her such a confused <laughs> face because I have no idea what she's talking about. But I was like, okay, okay, okay. You know, when you like see something and you're like, that's an example of what I don't want to do. Right. <laughs> it it's that? a red flag, but it's a so red flag like, warning you not to do that. Yeah. It was like, okay, okay, okay. That's not how I want to, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to go down that path. But so day one, I was like, 
we got in a day early before anything started happening. So it was just like settling in. Day two, people started arriving. I was like, I can't be super drunk when people are arriving because I'm going to be so emotional. If I add alcohol into the system, like it's going to be just whatever. So I walked around with a pineapple the whole time because I was like, this is the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> and I get to actually drink alcohol out of this pineapple. By day three, I was like, okay, today's the day. Like <laughs> I claimed it as my day. And I swear, I don't know if it was because it was like a goal that I was so hyper-focused on. Like I was like, I need to get drunk. I want to get really drunk. I want to be really, really tipsy. But like I was, I, I felt like it was like a game and I couldn't win it. Maybe your <laughs> like, adrenaline was I just couldn't. going too much to like be able to get you there. Do you want to know what Andrew said? Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. He said it was because I talked too much. And I was burning too many calories. <laughs> what? No, sir. <laughs> no. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. I mean, that's a good theory. And then another friend of mine who's down there was like, maybe you just go to the gift shop and you get those little floaties like the toddlers have. And you put on your big sun hat, one of five that I packed, by the way, I used all of them, FYI. And just put it on, put some sunnies on and just float around in the middle of the pool and mind your business. First of all, no. <laughs> Second of all, that's impossible. Like I talk to strangers. It's not, it's not like the issue is like, oh my God, I saw my friend. I'm going to talk to them. No, 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 no. Like I literally speak to everyone. So me floating around in the middle of the pool, unabashed by the world, isn't going to work because at some point I'm going to talk to somebody. So I was like, no, we're just going to go with no voice and I'm going to be moderately tipsy the whole time. So like I go. wanted to be like super drunk and I never got super drunk. Like I, and I know it's because like they just water down the drinks. So then I had to use my Spanish and be like, okay, let's go. Like I want a real pina colada. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I want lots of colada, little or on just the like pina. straight shots even so that no, there's not even a chance I mean, of them watering tried. anything down. That's that's, that was the day that I did it. That was the day I was like, fine, I guess I'm doing shots. And I did, and I even did tequila shots and we have spoken. We have spoken. I about love this, tequila shots. Tequila, but it ruins me. It makes me a mean person. And let me tell you, oh. there was no mean, zero percent mean on this trip. I was a hundred percent nice. <laughs> so it was like, I don't know, but I, I had a great time. So it doesn't matter. You don't need to drink to have a good time. I just was on a mission to get super <laughs> yeah. one of the days. But then it just became funny because like everybody around me knew that it was like the mission. So maybe you're right. Like maybe I was really drunk and I didn't know. But I also think it was because it was like I started at like 11 and I kept on going until like two in the morning. And I think I just was like mo moderating my drinking without realizing it, you know? Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. That makes sense. It was a lot of fun though. Yeah, that's good. A lot of fun. Good, good. Yeah. Happy to hear it. I did taxes. <laughs> so I'm glad that you had yeah, you a great did. time. <laughs> You did. You did. Do Guys, that. listen. AMQ and I make jokes all the time on here that math is hard. And there's a reason. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like we're not. We're like not we kidding. We run a podcast. Yeah. Okay. We are words people. <laughs> words over numbers any day. Yes. Give us any words. Give us a microphone and we are both over communicators. So we were in a, we were in a crash course of accounting the first day I texted AMQ. I was like, Hey, boundary check real quick. You want to know like nothing, right? Like, do, can I just do things? <laughs> and you were like, I was like, I, it was very hard for me to say, I know no to that, but I was like, but then I feel like I'm not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. I'm just going to feel helpless if I need to do anything from here. Yeah. So, but I do think that that is actually, if we can be <laughs> all jokes aside, I feel like AMQ pre podcast would have been like, no, I need to know what you're, I need to know the moves. Like everything, yeah. like every, yeah, every move. Like I need you to like, give me a play by play. Like as you're going. Yeah. Like you need to tell me what's going on so that we can like talk this through and make these decisions. I was like, I don't know if we have a choice in what needs to happen. <laughs> I think it just needs to happen. And like, I'll give you the crash course when we get, when you get back. So it worked out great though. Mr. AMQ was tapped in and wait, I forgot to tell you this. That's true. Did you know that this, that he video chatted? <laughs> he doesn't have an iPhone, correct? Wait. No. Okay. So I needed, I was like, Hey, AMQ, quick question. I, before you get too many, too many pina coladas in you, I need your social security number. <laughs> and for Canada, I know it's I called was like, something I don't different. carry that around. Yeah. First off, can we just also talk about this for a second? You don't have it memorized. 
No, I feel like that's like, you know what? I actually purposely didn't memorize it because I have worries that someday I'm going to get like pulled away by some spy agency and they're going to ask me what my sin is. You can just say you don't know it then. Wait, hold the fuck up. Just because you get taken. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? What if the the reverse of that happens? I've been identity thefted. I have been identity thefted. I get that. So I'm worried about it. Right. But like no one's going to force those digits out of you. But what if you needed to validate that you are you at some point? And they're like, okay, okay, fine. If you're you, then give us your social security number. You're like, it's in the drawer. That's what I got back, by the way, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. She wrote me back saying, I don't have it on me. And U.S. people, it's on our passports, but in Canada, it's not, I guess. No. Which seems like a concern no. in and of itself. Which also seems like an identity problem to have it on your passport to me. Like, what? That's your tax information. It's also your identification oh, of you as a person. So I messaged, uh, a, 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 I almost called him a Mandrew. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> I said, Andrew, quick question. I promise I'm not trying to steal your wife's face, but I need her identity and I need you to t- give it to me right now. She's like, well, did she mention where it was? And I said, she said it's in the drawer. And all he wrote back was, did she specify which drawer it could be in? And I said, <laughs> no, I figured that no, you would. It's the drawer. It's, there's the a drawer. drawer. There I get it. Drawer. I get it. Men don't get that though. So then he video calls me and he tried to just like regular call. It was through Instagram. So I didn't know what I was doing. I thought it was like a regular call. And I was like, oh my God, I don't have a top. <laughs> and then I realized it was a video call. And I was like, oh my God, I don't have a top on. So I threw my phone. I was like, oh my God, Andrew, you almost saw my titties. Like I didn't have a top on. I didn't know you were video call. What are you doing? He's like, I have it, but I don't want to text it to you because that's not safe. I was like, okay, <laughs> just give me the numbers. He, and then after he gave it to me, he goes, now read it back. <laughs> and I, with aggression, read it back. I was like, are you good? He's like, yeah, so how are you? And then we chatted for a minute, <laughs> caught up. He told me about what he was doing. He was having night with his with his friends. He's like, the wife is away, so the hubby will play. <laughs> nice. Please, I was like, please. It was just. I literally was like, please, please be social. I'm gone. Like I had like. Yeah. The, it was just the, so funny the in the moment because you could, I could picture his voice being like, did she specify which drawer? <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured you would just know. Like we don't have one. Like we just throw things yeah. into like random drawers that are important. Oh my gosh. It was funny and we got it and everything's fine and we're oh. great. And we learned a lot. I do have a question for you though, because I wanted to spitball this. <laughs> this new segment that we could come up with. I'm sure you might have one on deck from your trip. What if we had Boo Crew, you let us know if you like this too. A litty titty talk where we talk about things that were discussions when we were lit. I'll go first. Do you wash your shins in the shower? (laughs) Wait, first of all, I'm going to answer that question, but why would you, are you telling me that this is a conversation you've had with someone while you're drunk? Specifically Friday night. About washing Friday your night. shins? Friday night, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So, I mean, I don't know that I specifically, like, I don't think I'm, like, Walk really me through this. on my shins. Walk me through this. What's your order I don't washing? think I, like, I don't, well, what do you mean order? Like, I, like for example, I'm a. I bend over. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, like, I'll do, I'll do hair. I'll shampoo okay. my neck down and then my, and then condition and then my face is the last thing I wash. But I don't wash my shins. Like I don't, like I'll wash my feet, but I don't, unless I'm shaving, I don't specifically take a loofah to my shins. Right. And that's apparently, okay, thank you. I don't loofah my shins. Thank you. I that is apparently very weird. Like, is that like a hygiene issue? Is this like a front back wipe situation? No, that's that will always be the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. Um, but, but yeah, I don't either. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not alone in that. I was alone. But like also, uh, were you? I I also um, do my full body wash when I have my conditioner in. I like wash my hair. Yeah. Then I condition it. Then I do like I don't like this the lady. whole shebang. Yeah, same, same. I know. I was just going to say you look like an Oompa Loompa in that light. Yeah, I didn't like it. I turned it off immediately. But it is still light out. Okay, so that was that Speaking was my Loompa Loompas. Uh oh, <laughs> Snooky. I had to Snooky. I had to Snooky pivot to 
the Jersey Shore, the current Jersey Shore season. Oh. Because like, first of all, because she's a new balloon, but listen, I don't know anyone who still goes to tanning salons and tans that color to this day. I like, mean. She's like stuck. Do you? Yeah. You don't? No, no, no. Do you know people? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Really? Yeah, it's it's oh, coming man. back. It's Must making a comeback. Where you live? It, I mean, I'm literally 45 minutes from the Jersey Shore, so it does make sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, like how? Like, is that like a request you make when you go in and you're like, I want? Is it like a shade? Like, it just fascinates me. Anyway, the only reason why I'm mentioning Jersey Shore is because I go through this thing where, like, when I'm in between Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Big Brother seasons. I'm like, I need to watch all of the, whatever I haven't watched, mm -hmm. all of the other reality TV shows. And I love MTV. It's always been like my parents hated it growing up that I loved MTV so much. But like, I always loved watching humans be humans. And this, this <laughs> last episode of Jersey Shore, I was telling Becca before we started recording, the whole episode, I was just thinking to myself, None of what these people say makes sense. Like every single one of these human beings doesn't make any sense. Like it, it'll pan to like, obviously we know Mike is just whatever. And it'll like pan to Mike and then it'll pan to Polly and then it'll pan to Dina. And I'm like, none of what these people say makes sense. But do you want to know and what's I actually weird it. is that it makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> obviously I'm watching it, but I'm like, Wow, like these people are make a fortune oh, off yeah, just being yeah. themselves. That's the dream. Like I'm like good good for them. Yeah. Like literally I just had a moment where I was like, wow, like I just watched these people be ridiculous. And then there was a moment where Mike's wife Lauren was like, I love the guy, but like Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a moment of like, what the fuck? She was kind <laughs> of a I'm not gonna lie, she rubbed me the wrong way this season. She, yeah, I don't know if it was a like holier than now. Yeah. She's a little holier like, than now. It's sit, like, do you know who you like, do you know who you married? Like, come on, sit relax. The fuck down. And I don't like to say relax, but yeah, just, come on. just have a seat. <laughs> yeah. She was kind of mean girls. Yeah. Like the resting bitch. Face. Ew. Like every episode they'd pan to her face. And, she would just and like her little one-off comments, like say it with your chest. Don't mumble that shit. That's why I loved when Dina called her out. Guys, you have to watch it. It's great. It's this season was good. I mean, if you're not Jersey Shore fans, you're just going to be lost. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about it, though, is like, I just feel like you don't need to actually have been. No. I mean. You can become one. It's just like, it's an institution, though. Like, at this point, for <laughs> our age, it's just like, if you didn't watch Jersey Shore growing up, I don't know. Because, like, yeah. it was just, it's just so hilarious. But anyway, what I was actually saying when I was talking to Beck about this is that I don't understand. Because it said mid-season finale. And I was like. What the fuck does that mean? Like, does that mean it's done? Does that mean I'm getting more episodes? Does that mean I get more episodes in the summertime? Like, when am I going to, what is the finale? Finale means done. So yeah. what do you mean mid-season? Like, I'm confused. I think it means now, that it's a shorter hiatus than it would be as a season finale would be. I just made that up. And then Siesta Key's doing it too. And it's just like. I don't get it. Is it an MTV thing? I'm so confused. This is like maybe because things <laughs> clearly close. I need another hobby. Like things down there, things in, things close up off season, so maybe they started mm. filming and like had to wait until things reopened because there was that like seasonal lull. Like I don't know. I just oh, I'm making true. everything up. I'm just shooting. That's this. true. I can tell you're making it up, but that's okay. But I mean, it makes <laughs> we, sense. We, like the boardwalk. I need a reason. I just down. need a reason. Like, that shit closes down down there. True. So I don't know. Cause it's cold. Yeah. Cause we don't live in the tropics, unfortunately. Right. Right. Okay. Well, so who knows? Thank you so much for helping me walk through that. But it is annoying. I don't like that either. Mm -hmm. I was telling her how SVU does that. And they'll be like new episode in two weeks or like new episode on January. I'm like, why? Why? Well, the Olympics, like I get it, but, but why? It makes no sense to me. Us Bachelor Nation fans, when, when they do that to us, we're just like, what? Like we go into full, like, um, like what could it be? It must be a scandal instead of it just literally being like the network's like, we're just not going to post one. Yeah. Or because they we know just, that it builds the suspense. Or it's a holiday. Like it's a literal holiday yeah. on the Monday because <laughs> it's usually a Monday. And we're like, what's happening? And like, everyone's like on Instagram. Like, I don't thank goodness. I don't have Twitter anymore. Cause if I had Twitter just for bachelor nation purposes, I would be on that app 
nonstop. I'm just too invested in all their lives. Too invested. There you go. There you have it, folks. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm back. She's back. I'm back. Speaking of being back, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. These segues are getting better and better every time. I'm really rusty on the segues. Um, but I am excited to talk, <laughs> chat about forgiveness this week because there's so many different mm-hmm. avenues of it. And do you have a, a literal definition? Is there even one? I didn't get that. Well, I know that when I know, well, no, I, I, we, we can pull that up, but I know that when we were talking about this, you specifically wanted us to go back and forth about like self-forgiveness, which I think is very yeah. different than forgiving other humans, because especially for me, I think it's easier for me to like put everyone before me and forgive other people and all that, but I can give myself a hard time forever, right? Like it's hard to forgive myself or it's hard for me to put something under the rug because I'm, I have, I'm a grudgy person, unfortunately. It's just something I'm, I'm, that's who I am. Um, Is it something I can change? Sure. Like I'm working on it, but I, I hold grudges. It's not something I'm proud of. And that also translates to me though. Like I hold grudges against myself, which seems like, how can you even do that? But like, you know what? I figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> I figured out how to do it. And it's not fun because then it's it gets in your way. And sometimes it comes up and you don't even realize like there's a resistance in something you're trying to do. And you're like, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Like, why is this coming up? And it's because, you know, I'm holding a grudge against like a past version of myself for showing up in a certain way or saying a certain thing. And then it's really hard to get past that. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean- do you have the do you have the definition? I do. Of forgiveness. It is well, forgive because forgiveness is like the action of, right, right. It's stop feeling angry or resentful toward someone or something for an offense, law, or a mistake. Here's the thing. I don't know about. I guess the stop. The stop word rubs me a little bit the wrong way because that means that I guess you're act, you're stopping the active anger, the active negative feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I'm always way too easy to for, like forgive usually until I learned boundaries. Cause I just wanted to people please. So I feel like forgiveness matches up with that pretty easily. Cause you don't, you know, yeah. you want somebody to just move on and be happy. And if you want them to be happy, then you put, like you were saying your feelings on the back burner and we just move on and everything's fine. Um, But that also builds resentment and isn't healthy at all either. But I think that I did not realize the power of self-forgiveness or that it was even a thing until I really started Mm -hmm. doing the inner work and just how much needed to be done, like what that even looked like. Because when those feelings start to come up and you're like, why did I do that? I am the hardest on myself. When I have upset somebody, I need, or if I'm feeling upset, I really need to take a minute to be like, okay, The most empowering thing, one of the most empowering things I've learned to do is just sit with it for a second instead of being like, I'm like impulsively responding just to be like, okay, what is this doing? And that's hard to sit and navigate through because you're like, no, I'm fine. It was them. It was because pointing the finger is so much easier. We've said, I know we've said this on the podcast before. But when you're able to sit with me, like, okay, why is this upsetting me? And sometimes it has nothing to do with that person. It's because of your past lived experiences that you've been like, okay, they didn't do this to me, but in the past this has happened, so it makes me feel this way. So it's like a weird, you know, connecting of the dots that needs to happen. Yeah. But yeah. I was reading up on this, and I found a website, an article on a website called Very Well, and they were talking about the four R's of self-forgiveness, which I loved. So it's responsibility. So the concept behind that is taking responsibility for what you've done, like owning it. Two is remorse. So showing remorse, which means that you're recognizing that something wasn't moral, let's say, right? What, wherever you stand on your morality, like you have remorse for it. Restoration. So this means like you go and you're building trust again, whether that means with yourself or with other people so that you can forgive yourself Mm -hmm. and then renewal. So like really being able to hit like, okay, renewal. So like I'm resetting and I'm moving forward instead of putting yourself in a spin cycle, which again is super hard to do, especially because, I mean, I know you and I talk about this all the time, but like when it's your lived experience, it's hard to be like, okay, 
I did that. That was what I did it. I owned it, whatever. But then it's like your, like you said, like your impulse to to react that way again, mm-hmm. not necessarily because it's the right way, but just because it's what you've lived through. So you're like, well, I know this didn't, even if it didn't turn out so great for you, it's just like knee jerk reaction. It's habit. So like, there's also that mental habit, it is. a reaction. We have a reactional habit as well. Like it's not just what we totally. do and like setting an alarm earlier. Habits are, habits are literally ingrained in us and how we handle yep. things. I like that yep. though. The four, yep. is it four R's? Four. Four R's. And I just thought it was so interesting because you, you, one of the things that they said was um, making amends is an important part of forgiveness, even when the person you are forgiving is yourself. Just as you might not forgive someone else until they've made it up to you in some way, forgiving yourself is more likely to stick when you feel like you've earned it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, like that's hard though. Like, how do you earn, how do you earn that for yourself? Like, when, you know, when you say to somebody like, okay, like whatever, you know, it's, I'm not going to have a hard time trusting you or I have trust issues as a result of whatever scenario, then you're sort of passing the buck and putting the responsibility and the onus on the other human. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of like, as, as terrible as this sounds, like you're kind of taking notes, right? You're like, okay, so like, let's see what happens. But with you, it's like, well, are you self-assessing every day? Like, how do you do that? And how do you earn that forgiveness back without being so hard on yourself, like you said. Yeah. Like it's hard not to be hard on yourself. Like what's the line? Right. And I don't think you know that until you mess up again. <laughs> like I think like failing yeah. forward until you can like practice uh, catching yourself that way. I, I feel like that's the only way to be like, oh, wow, this is what she was talking about or he was talking about. Like this is that situation where, and you also, I think just we're innately wanting to defend ourselves. So like, oh, I didn't do that. Or like, oh, I didn't mean that. But then that becomes iffy because, well, you did. Like the other person had that feeling. So you don't want to not validate how they felt, but you want to defend yourself too. So it's it's a tricky That's so hard, language though. to use with somebody and with yourself. Yeah, because I, we, I think we've both done that like in general and in all of us have where we're like, you know when someone says to you like, oh, this made me feel this way. I mean, again- I'm very different than I was a few years ago because before I would be like, no, <laughs> like that's, and just, but it's like, okay, if, if something that you're doing or saying is making somebody feel that way, there's like, there's, there's a lot of factors involved. Like it doesn't matter if you didn't mean to make them feel that way. They just, they just do. And in some way, shape or form, you need to own that mm-hmm. because maybe it was your delivery. Maybe, maybe it like wasn't, maybe it's just how they're feeling that day. And it just landed that way. Who knows? But the thing is you still opened your mouth and said something that put them in that situation. So I think it's so important to be like, you can't be super hard on yourself, but you also have to, it's that line of like owning it, but not like letting it ruin you, which is hard. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's like the people close to you. And then you're just like, Oh my, like it, it's, you can just get in a spin cycle. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but I, I've had situations where like, even <clears throat> on the trip, I know that right before the trip, I said that I was like a little stressy about a few things. And on the trip I had some like rough body image things that came up and I was like, like blaming like this past year's me for like things that she did to put her in the situation that she was in in that moment. Like I was literally mad at myself, like a past version of myself. You shouldn't have done this and you shouldn't have done that. And if you had done this and and it's like, wow, like, yeah, I know. But I like caught myself like, oh my, that is terrible. Like how self-sabotaging is that? Mm -hmm. But I was like, damn, like you need to do some work when you get home because clearly you're not being very nice to yourself, Mm -hmm. you know? So it just goes to show what happens to all of us. Yeah. And this is a great topic because it's like, sometimes we don't even realize that we're being so hard on ourselves. Yeah. I do think that that's a good way to practice taking your power back, which also has a domino effect of like building confidence and trust within yourself because you're like, okay, I'm validating this feeling of myself. I'm sitting with the discomfort of seeing where it's rooted and where it can come from. And then I'm going to take the action to either communicate on it better or take action differently next time a situation like this comes up. Cause it's not to say that you're never going to be in these circumstances with yourself or with people again. It's just a matter of how you respond to them. And we're not perfect individuals. We're going to mess up. And ultimately I feel like the people that you keep close to you know who you are as a person 
And if you mess up and can own that, then I think forgiveness is easier when you know the person's intention and soul. Um, Cause maybe intention, maybe not, but I think that it is powerful too, to think that, or to know that forgiveness doesn't have to mean reconciliation with as far as like yeah, other people go. That's true. Um, you can forgive somebody and release that <clears throat> anger and that resentment without continuing that relationship or that connection, at least in the way that you had it, because forgiveness really is for you. And oftentimes, like we think that it's for the other person to find peace or closure, but it's just for you. And you can tiptoe back into whatever avenue feels right for you, but you don't, just because you say you forgive someone doesn't mean that you have to continue that relationship. And I think that when we hear forgiveness, we think that like, oh, so they're cool now. It's like, no, but I can care for you from a distance and I can wish you well. And I can take the experience that we've had together in the time that we had it and learn from it and, you know, act accordingly and also forgive myself for being in that situation. Maybe I know for me, that was very much what it looked mm -hmm. like to be like, wow, I entertained this for so long. This, this goes against everything I think someone should be treated. And this goes against any, any way I would want to treat somebody else. Like, why did I put myself in that situation for so long? But when you can forgive yourself to be like, no, but like you wanted to be that person, you wanted to be the fixer or like you just didn't know any better and you're just wrapped up in it because I think it's way easier from the outside to be like, oh, how could you not notice that toxicity and things were happening? But when you're in it, you really don't. You're in a fishbowl. Yeah. You're literally in a fishbowl. Like that's it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's whether you're in a situation with someone else or yourself like you just create your reality over and over again. And then the more you do, like you were saying about habits, it's like habit stacking. So the more you do something, the more you're legitimizing it in your mind, even if it's harming you mm -hmm. or other human beings, because it's just what you know, and nobody is stepping in to tell you not to. That's, that's another thing is that sometimes you don't even realize that, you know, you need to do something that's that needs, to, you, you don't even know that you need to forgive yourself because you don't even know that what you're doing is something that is, needs forgiveness, mm -hmm. right? You're just like, I'm just, I'm just here, like living my life, making decisions, but it's just like the whole make good choices thing. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily always make good choices, but we think that we're just, we're just living. We're just making the choices that we know at that time. And that's another thing is you have to be able to forgive yourself because especially specifically with me and you and in the space that we're in and what we do every day and how we show up. And even for you, like as a teacher in your classroom, you need to be aware that literally the you a year ago, the you two years ago, wouldn't have responded to situations in the same way that they do now. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, that's what I need to remember. Like, okay, AMQ, you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive the version of you that was in her mid twenties, just like a tumbleweed, not knowing how to use her words properly or how to be an ally or how to stand up for herself. Mm -hmm. Like you can't be mad at that version of me. I have empathy for her now, but I am like empathy and is, is a good feeling to mm -hmm. have, but you know, be, being able to forgive that person. Like sometimes I resent her, you know? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, 25-year-old AMQ, like if she had just done X, Y, Z, like I would be doing this instead of this. Mm -hmm. And I resent her sometimes. And that means like forgiveness still isn't fully there, mm -hmm. right? And when you do that to other people, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. My sister, the counselor, always says those types of feelings like resentment and anger and all that are always the secondary emotion because it's easier to feel mm -hmm. those things and to react on those things than to admit the hurt and to admit the heartbreak and, and that kind of thing. That's also something that I try and keep in mind too, <laughs> that, that her voice, although I don't like it when she gets all counselor on me. It does, <laughs> it does really help. Cause I'm like, okay, what, how are you really feeling? Like when I've all like vent right. her, she'll be like, okay, well right, what's, right. what's really going on? I'm like, first off, you're right. right. But second off, I'm, I don't know, I'll just like start like releasing the waterworks. But I think that it's so, imp I was not ready for this conversation. Yeah. I was just ready to vent. Just let me talk. <laughs> like <laughs> but I think that that's also important though, to know that, especially if it comes externally, if you're punishing yourself for how you handled somebody else's external, like 
yep. life and the decisions they made. And just like you were saying, habit stacking also goes with like tolerance stacking because eventually totally. how you're treated by somebody else you don't even realize that it's bad anymore because it's so normalized for you. So you don't even know that it's something that's toxic or how it's even affecting you. It's high trauma, <laughs> but, but yeah, seriously, you don't know. Up, doesn't yeah, it? it really does. But, um, you don't, you don't know it until you're out of it. And until you're out of that, like you were calling it a spin cycle. You don't, you're like, Whoa, it was like that though. I don't, that don't even recognize the person that would tolerate that anymore. And that in and of itself is forgiveness of yourself when you can, reflect and be like, wow, I would not have, or I'm acknowledging things faster and I don't have to have it perfect. I'm not avoiding it. I'm not saying it's not there, but when situations come up, I am acknowledging it faster and I'm acting different on it or I'm, you know, taking a beat to process or I'm, you know, just sharing perspective from another side of things. Um, those are all little ways that you forgive yourself all the time doesn't have to be this whole big sit down conversation with yourself. It's just how you feel when tension or circumstances arise in the future. So I will say, because I'm in this stage of my life where like the pendulum swung the whole other way around. <laughs> and I used to be like very, 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 very patient, like super tolerant. I come from a long line of abusive relationships, unfortunately. And I always say that like, I had like invisible ink on my forehead that only certain people could see, you know, mm -hmm. and it would just be like, I would just end up in their path. And I think that like after years and years and years of having that, unfortunately, it's something I'm working through with my therapist. Like, I just don't have any patience. Like, I, I, I know I've made jokes about this before, but it's like the little, like when you look at the little dynamite stick and there's like a little fuse you light it, mm -hmm. the match, and it's like, Phew. it's that's me. Like, I'm so hot to touch all the time. And it's just because it's like, I'm on the defense or like, I don't know. Like, there's there's a lot. Obviously, I'm still unpacking it, but I used to be so patient. And now I'm on the other side where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not patient at all. And I miss that patience. Mm -hmm. Like, I miss being able to even have the patience to like even count to five. Like, sometimes I don't even have that. You know, and it's like, oh man, like I need that. I need that. And I think that that's, that goes hand in hand with forgiveness. Like I need, I need to have even like the ability to have the patience to understand what I'm feeling, to be able to forgive. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of that that is in the works right now. So it's interesting. Cause like, yes, it's good to boundary set and everything, but then there's something to be said about being like, oh man, like I lost myself in the... <laughs> In the, in the boundary setting, like, uh, okay, so like now what? Now my walls are now really high. I think that's part of the healing process. Yeah. It makes sense that that's how it went because you were living in the opposite for so long that now you are swinging the other way. And then like a pendulum does, it settles somewhere in the middle. So I think that that's part of any healing journey. Like, you know, you are, for example, if it's with your body, you went from full, you can go from full restriction and hating yourself to maybe overindulging and then realizing like, oh, wow, like I'm not feeling too great. And then healing happens when the pendulum settles and you can, you know, get more in tune with how you're feeling and what you do and how you fuel yourself and, you know, oh, wow, this doesn't really make me feel as good or like emotional eating and stress eating. Like I'm speaking pr from personal experience in that, like my punch, mm -hmm. like the pendulum does, it swings. Cause you're like, okay, old habits start to creep in. But then when you're able to acknowledge like that didn't make me feel good, let me try and change something a little bit here. And then the pendulum settles. And I think that that's, I feel like we're kind of both in that limbo in our own very different, like lived experience ways. It's, I think that it's just part of it. And I feel like that's also a way that you can forgive yourself when you start to feel like how you were talking about the you, you a year ago, you were feeling resentful of her on your trip. But like also though, and so is healing. How much mm -hmm. healing did the a year, like AMQ a year, this past year do? How much, you know, work yeah. has uh, AMQ a year ago, uh, this past year has done? So I think that like there, it's such a catch 22. Like there's, they can both exist. We talk about things existing all the time. 
like coexisting. Yeah. And I think it's part of that. But it's so weird because I, I'm I'm in like that stage in all points of my life. So it's like, it would be okay if I was like, I wouldn't feel so overwhelmed okay, yeah. if it was like- That makes sense. Okay, like I'm like, I'm like, I have no patience for my body. I have no patience for humans. I have no patience for- like any, like any, literally anything like my job, like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, why am I so, I, the only way I could describe it to my therapist, she was like, again, she was like, claps and snaps. she now uses the term claps and snaps. <laughs> I probably wrote that down real quick. hundred <laughs> percent. It's like, I could hear like, so, so she, she said claps and snaps for the fact that I like, can I even acknowledge that I feel this way? But I'm like, She's like, well, how would you do the whole like thing that your sister does? Well, how does that make you feel? I'm like, I feel like I'm hot to touch. Like if anyone fucking says something, I'm going to just, whoa, like completely go. And I'm like, I don't want to be like that. And she's like, okay, well, that's good. Well, I feel like before you might've been in denial. I feel like no one likes to admit that though. So maybe in the past you might've just been in denial about that. I'm like, no, it's you. Like I'm not doing it. You are, you're making me feel this way. But then when you like are trying to work on regaining the control over your feelings, like you, what it sounds like you're describing, um, you know, you have to being able to admit that is a collapse and snaps moment. Cause sometimes you're like, no, yeah. you, everyone fucking sucks. And it's everyone else's fault. I don't want to be like a tiny torpedo though. You know, yeah. like, I don't want to be like, like every, so I'm like, that's good. That needs some work. But yeah. hey, when I get to the other side of that, then that'll, that'll be a forgiveness moment for sure. Mm-hmm. Cause it'll be like, it's okay. Like it's okay that you reacted, you know, you have to apologize and feel remorse and all those things for those situations that you were in. Mm-hmm. But you didn't know, like literally, like I just said about me and you, like you don't know what you don't know and you you only do your best. And I know you say it all the time because it's true. Like you literally can only show up w- with all the information that you've collected un- until that moment in time about yourself, about what's going on around you, about the world, about everything, and then just react the way that you think is best, mm-hmm. hopefully. And then the circumstances are the circumstances and then you learn from them and then that's how we grow. So mm-hmm. it's just been, it's a wild ride. I know we say this all the time, but the pod is like such an interesting outlet for the two of us because mm-hmm. I don't know that I would even like talk about this stuff. Like sometimes I tell my, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, maybe you should listen to the podcast <laughs> if you want to get to know me a little better. <laughs> or you should listen to the podcast. Maybe so that's what you mean about Becca. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! No, or she'll be like, or she'll be like, uh, "Wow, you're very open with me." Because you know how like therapists are like, "This is," you know, she's you know, this is like client whatever. I was like, "Well, I'm just letting you know, like, I talk about you on my podcast." Yeah, like I don't say your name. Yeah, like, yeah, I talk about what we talk about. She's like, "Oh, right, I forget that you're like totally fine with airing out your dirty laundry." I was like, "Wow, okay," but I feel like that's been the best thing. And I think so many people will see that and are so quick to judge. But I'm like, no, you guys don't realize when you get comfortable talking about your hard shit, it's actually really empowering. You can talk about anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Like people are like, I can't believe you talked about how you wipe front to back to front, whatever. I don't even know what you guys call it anymore. We call it correct. We call it correct. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, if you can share about that, you can share about anything in my opinion. (laughs) Totally. I agree. That's, that's very true. Wow. Forgiveness. Oh, speaking of wow, I have to say this because you just reminded me. So every time I go to the Dominican, there's always like a saying. I mean, this is my 29th time now. So, but there's always like a thing that they say for whatever reason. Who's they? Back from the trip. The Dominicans. Oh. And this time, this time around, everyone would say, oh, wow. (laughs) Literally everything. I mean, it's actually really funny. like we would walk, we would walk by, I would be burned. Like Becca was so concerned about me. I, I did burn myself the first day <laughs> and I covered myself. I looked like I had a story where I'm like, I look like, <laughs> I actually I like think it was the day that you were trying to get drunk that I texted you. And I was like, Hey, like you're looking like a little red in your nose. No, no, oh, it wasn't. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I think it was like the first, the first full day, which oh, okay. was like the second day when people were arriving. But that makes sense because I was applying, but like people are coming. Like I'm just meeting new people, like left, right, and center. So I'm like in the pool, out of the pool, in the ocean, out of the ocean. So I feel like yeah. reapplying wasn't as good. But they would say, "Oh wow, no, hold on, the cadence is important." You'd wow. walk by with like a bad sun, sunburn, and they would go, 
Oh, wow. Like the wow was very long and they just committed and it was just like, that's amazing. What the? So I heard it the first few times and I was like, wow, this has been like a couple of different people have said this. And then, you know, it was like pool party MC was saying like people would come up and dance. They'd be like, oh, wow. I'm like, okay, what's happening? What's going on? That's really funny. They would say it to everything. I would say like, hi, can I please have that taco? No cheese. Like no carne, <laughs> like nothing, no queso, no carne. They'd be like, "Oh wow, <laughs> I get that, one. I get that one." Yeah. Oh my gosh, like quite an experience. So I'm like, "Well, that's coming back with me." <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh well. Oh yeah. This was cut. Gotta bring. We really do a good job of bringing humor <laughs> and serious. Yeah, bringing it back full circle. You know what? All those reviews that you guys leave us about just the perfect amount of, you know, yeah. sass and seriousness. I agree. Sass, silly, serious. We do it all. There it is. We're, we are just multi-passionate. Yeah. I also feel like it's a coping mechanism that I don't know is the best, word, but I'm trying to, speaking of balance, trying to find a balance in that. Like, oh, humor. For sure. Humor is, is I feel like that's a fine thing. Yeah. But I mean, as long as you know, like, I think like there was a time, oh, a time yeah. where like it was just only humor, only humor. Like you wouldn't even have the self, like the wherewithal to even understand that that's what you were doing. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, I know that I'm doing that sometimes. Right. And that's, that's good. Yeah. Like even me recognizing that I'm like hot tempered. Yeah. Like that took years. You should just out. send me, when you're feeling that way, send me, there has to be like a sizzle. Not just fire, but like a sizzle emoji. Literally, I feel, that's how I feel. I literally feel like this. Like I'm searing. There you go. <laughs> like I'm on a fucking pan. That's how I feel. Like it's so, it's so wild. And I just feel like I'm imploding. I messaged Becca. I don't know if it was on the way to Punta Cana or on the way back. But I was like, listen, I need you to look for signs. Because <laughs> you can do that with your friends and be like, hi. No, it was before. It was, yeah, it was like before. We are. Yeah. Like, Hey, I'm feeling a lot of feelings. Like, I don't know how I'm going to feel when I come back. I was like, should I start now? I feel as overwhelmed or then I was, less overwhelmed. Then I was hypersensitive whatever. to it though. And I was like, Hey, so is this one of those things <laughs> that you wanted me to be on the lookout for? Oh yeah. She, we had, we had, okay. So we'll, I'll say this. So we had, we had like a safe word. I didn't end up using the safe word cause I had a great time, which is great. That's yeah. like perfect scenario. Right. I only messaged you the one day where I was like, I was on stage and I felt like a potato. I'm like, Focus. And we moved on, but like, whatever, a potato that was doing star jumps and that's, that's it. But I was like, okay. So like Becca was like, so I realized that we can't have pineapple be our safe word because you're drinking out of them. Yes. I was like, if you text me pineapple emoji, I'm going to think something's wrong and you're just going to be drunk being like having another pineapple drink. And I'm going to think things are imploding over there. <laughs> Down there. Yeah. So we had to, we had to come up with a new one. Then I said papaya and she didn't the fuck that was. I was like, I don't think I've ever had a papaya. And then it started that car. I was like, go enjoy your vacation. Goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, but then when you came... Then I hardly talked to her. I literally hardly talked to you the entire time. Yeah, but that's good, though. You were present. I didn't expect you to, like, chat it up with me. I know, but, like, I know, but I talked to everybody. Like, I I talked to everybody that was in front of me more than I talked. Like, I didn't even talk to Andrew. It's wild. <laughs> I didn't talk to anyone. He, Looked down at my phone. I was like, wow, nobody wants to talk because everyone was there, probably. <laughs> like, the other people that were... But also, like, I, I... But you know what? I was like, maybe I did a good job of setting boundaries. True. You did. It's like, people... People aren't messaging me on my thing. I was shocked. I was like, wow. And everyone was so apologetic when they would reach out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's totally fine. But I think there is something to be said about that because I was kind of shocked. Yeah. I was like, huh. I think that you and I have learned how to communicate better in that way to be like, hey, do you want me to like, like we were talking about earlier, do yeah. you want me to message you now? Well, you, or? You've gotten, you've gotten a lot better with no, that. No, but you do like, though too. I, I'm, yeah, I guess. If I'm at work, you'll be yeah, like, you'll like start you with me. Whatever more. you're about to say, you'll start with. I don't expect you to listen to this oh, right yes. now. Yeah, but but you know what? You still don't listen. Know, but it's know, okay because it makes me feel it makes me feel better knowing that I did it because I'm like fucking the, that 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 voice note is gonna disappear in a second. I know she's gonna listen to it. Like I know she's yeah. going to. If I can, but it's fine because I said it. Because sometimes I'll get worried about like it. if it's something that I can like just voice note back really quickly. Because otherwise, if I listen to it, I might forget to like, and then you'll be like, Hey bitch, remember when I messaged you that 
I saw that fucking. That's true. We, it's not like we only talk once a day. So it's yeah. like if, if then it gets lost in translation. Like, Damn it. I lost it again. Um, but yeah, so we hope that like if you are struggling with the forgiveness, it also doesn't have to be. I think we can round it out with this one. It doesn't have to be this monumental moment. It can be none of it. Has none to of be, it. Right? None of this at all is really no. a big mo- pressure off. Pressure off. Yeah. And especially the pressure that you put on yourself. So I feel it's in the little moments where like you choose kindness or you choose to to speak to yourself kindly or to, you know, let things roll off your back that normally would have been a boulder. Like let them go. Release it. Any little thing, a little thing that you can that would have maybe like ruined your day before. You'd be like, you know what? I literally can't control that right now. So I can't I it cannot take up space in my mind. And as you start to neutrality is so interesting, yeah. right? Neutrality has been really huge for me because I'm like, I read into everything. Maybe not anymore, but I used to. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes like somebody is literally like, it's okay. Like somebody is literally just saying something. That's it. They're just saying something. Mm-hmm. It, there's no, there's no anything else. It's just what it's being said. And I've always just been like, oh, what could that mean? Oh, so no, you think it's, it's like it a, you'll think there's like a deeper thing to I, it. Yeah, like, but I'm like, no, that's so, and it just takes so much of your energy. So it's just like neutral. Like you got to just some, I just have to trust, like now I've started trusting. I just have to trust that like, if there is something that needs to be said, it will be said. And that if it's not said, it's not important enough for me to even like allow it to take up space and yeah, space in my mind. Mm-hmm. My what A good friend of mine, Chris Downing, always used to say, past mentor of mine used to say, if it's taking up space in your head and they're not paying rent, you got to evict them. And it's, it's so true with like feelings and mm-hmm. thoughts and people. If they're taking up that space, like you got to just like my, or if I always like the 48 hour rule, if it's still bothering you after 48 hours, then speak on it. True. Cause some yeah. things you really just need to allow, like allow the feeling. I'm not patient allow- enough for that. <laughs> this is true. Circle back. Circle. We're working. Back. We're working at the pace. We're working. Me waiting for 48 hours. Like, fuck. Did You're, I take a nap? I feel like hours? as soon like, as you, I said it, as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, she's going to say she can't do that yet. 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 Like, you had to put me asleep for two days. Then I'd wake back up from a cryo chamber and then be like, nope, still pissed. <laughs> Oh, Amy Q's up from her hibernation and she's still pissed. So good luck, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Too much. Yeah. Well, gross. We never know how to end. These these ones are like, this is such a heavy conversation. But we hope Mm -hmm. that if you are, I don't know, just like being hard on yourself, feel like a lot of the conversations I've been having with a lot of humans lately. Yes. feels like everyone's being really hard on themselves. So much. I don't know. Like there's like this weird cloud of like, it's not even like limiting beliefs. It's just like, you know, when you say something to yourself and you're like, mm, okay, no, don't, that's not, that's a no. But then somebody else says it, something similar or just something like deprecating like self-deprecating and you're it hits you so hard like it's literally like a ton of bricks in the face Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the conversations I've been having are like yep like come on like we got to give ourselves some grace and it's I know it now becomes like buzzwords so I feel like it just kind of like unfortunately sometimes goes right over our head or in one ear and out the other but really like give yourself some grace like I had to remind myself of that so much this past week and just I feel like it's a conversation that just keeps coming up Mm -hmm. so if you're being mean to yourself, like it's not easy. Give us like, those four R's again, real quick. Like, so we can. S- oh yeah, I can totally give you those four. Oh R's. sorry, did I fucking you? Like I xed out, bitch. <laughs> I xed out. I did. Of, I xed out of that internet. Do 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 do. <laughs> and always, this elevator music will always come back <laughs> of the internet. I xed out of that corner. Okay, so the four R's of self forgiveness are responsibility. Remorse, restoration, and renewal. Yes. Love that. I also think the responsibility is the first one, right? I think, I also think it's what you want to take responsibility of. Like you're not responsible for how somebody else reacts to you when you tell them your truth. Like that's, you don't have to forgive yourself for the way someone else reacts to you. It says facing what you have done or what has happened is the first step towards self-forgiveness. Yeah. It's also the hardest. It's hope. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Because like we just talked about me, if you've been making excuses, oh buddy, this is me. If you've been making excuses, rationalizing or justifying your actions in order to make them seem acceptable, it's time to face up and accept what you've done. Like it's it's so hard to do, right? Because you're like, again, if if you're like, I really don't think I'm doing anything wrong, but it's like, it doesn't matter. If Wait, you, you do, you do say that line that you just said. I just, like, I really don't think I did like, anything wrong. <laughs> you do say that. But it's like, if you don't, if you like, it doesn't, that doesn't matter. No, yeah. Like that doesn't, literally doesn't matter. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely is the hardest part. So if you're feeling like, you know, you've been giving yourself a hard time lately, like hopefully this episode helps. Mm-hmm. And of course, we always appreciate your feedback and send it to somebody who really needs to hear it because I know that like we needed to hear it. So if you know, we know our friends, you know, the people we love, we know the people closest to us. Maybe you've been having some conversations Mm -hmm. with some people in your life and you kind of feel that black cloud. Maybe this can help because if nothing else, showing up here on this platform humanizes us and it allows us to give you an ability to relate, right? And We're not alone in this, right? We're all just walking through. Like sometimes it feels like we're in quicksand, but we're just like trudging along and we're doing it together. So Mm -hmm. we appreciate you guys even just like listening to us because that's huge. Yeah. My recording just stopped. It's fine. (laughs) I know. I was like, Becca's telling me. (laughs) No, I didn't. I didn't do that on purpose. (laughs) I didn't do it. (laughs) It's the the Oscar music. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know why, but that's my version of the Oscar music. That was great. Oh, it was great. Um, So yeah, same Z's to what she just said. Because then that just totally threw me off. Email us. (laughs) Hello, hello. Now it's just hilarious to even drop it with three O's at IGotYouBooPod.com. Slide into our DMs. We love seeing the tags of how, where, and when you are listening to us. That will truly never get old. Fun. So no, definitely slide into so our fun. DMs at I Got You Boo Pod on the Instagram machine. Instagram. Instagram. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're trying on some accents. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. It's fine. We we literally get like this in the night. I don't know. It's getting I'm it's gotten you. darker as we've recorded. Although it's lighter, like hourly wise, but it's gotten darker in the rooms that we are in. But it's like her witching hour. It is. It's like, it's brewing. There she comes. It's coming out. Um, that was oh, so man. fucking weird that I just said that. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, see you next week. <laughs> see you next week. I, I got, got you, boo. Okay, thanks. Love you. Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> WD-40. Thanks for being here, Boo Crew. Love our vibe? Rate, review, share, and subscribe. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I Got You Boo Pod. Boo Pod.